Anyways. Anyways. Hey guys, what's up? Hey guys, <laughs> what's up? If you're listening to this, bless your heart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's actually introduce ourselves, but okay, yes. so my name is Bree. I am the uh, main person. speaker yep. person. This was kind of my idea. Katie, yep. you go. I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm going to probably just mostly fix the audio to make sure no one hears how I'm saying the word. Audio engineer. Audio engineer. That just sounds yeah. so official. That's so when you come up with your own stuff, you can, you can call it whatever you want. Call it whatever you want, I'm exactly. I can be the audio magician if I wanted to be. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. I'm going to put that on audio. <laughs> if you're listening to this, comment. <laughs> <laughs> audio magician. <laughs> Welcome to the Considerate Joy podcast. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So basically, me and Katie have been through so many different things. And the way this podcast is kind of going to work is we're just going to talk, probably have guests on here and talk, but eventually, eventually, but we're just going to talk because we were talking about this earlier about how there's so much testimony, but like, it's not like, yeah, you like, you have your main testimony, like you're coming to the Lord and stuff, which is great. But like, there's a testimony for like every single day that we live and there are testimonies for different subjects and I've just learned a lot in the past year about how conversation can bring a lot of healing and freedom and understanding like iron sharpens iron it can be like really like intense and I feel like in traditional settings there's not really room for conversation as much so I was like podcasting is the best way to just sit down and have a conversation January I had this idea like let's do a podcast let's just like sit around and talk and stuff all the way back in February yeah I had this idea January 1st 2021 but the way I I thought it was gonna look different than the way it looks now which is also a word because (laughs) like everything like everything else (laughs) in my life right now (laughs) looks a bit different than what we planned And so things kept falling through, and so then we were working on a different project, and we were like, oh, wait, you can do sound? I need a sound person. (laughs) And so who are we slash how did we become friends? Because if you're local to the Colga area, you understand that me and Katie are complete opposites. (laughs) There had to be some kind of like magic sauce, like some audio magician type B <laughs> stuff <laughs> to make us friends. Because like how? So I'll let I've been talking for a little minute now. So I will let you, Do you want me to start preface, us off. Preface how I was before Before we were friends? Oh yeah. Oh, sure. I don't really know much about that because I wasn't there. <laughs> you were just like Jesus, you want me to talk to this crazy lady? That's crazy. What? Right. <laughs> this kooky, crazy girl, you want me to go pray for her? That's insane. Anywho. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, what year was that? 2019? 19. I think it was 19. Because it was my I 11th think. grade year. I th- so, it was 2019. 
yeah. you intentionally. Yeah, because 2019 was, like, post my most emotional year ever, which was 2018, which we'll right. talk about later. Same. <laughs> and so, of course. Of course. it had to have been 2019 because I had my head screwed on straight. So, it had to yeah. have been 2019. Felt that. Okay. Love to see it. Yeah. Um, this was, like, early August or September. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, right after the summer because he didn't do any participation in anything. So, when all of Alive's crazy summerness was happening, I was just in the corner, like, haha, cool. <laughs> Which you were crazy. still, you were still in the corner when we started being friends. Oh, yeah. But, like, I, I just life. went to the co- corner and was like, hey. Right. Anyway, so, let's back it up. So, we met at church. Yes. We met in youth group. Yes. We're no longer, well, I technically am, but not really, like, youth. You're a youth leader now. But, like, Great. we were both in youth. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was important. Because people yeah. are going to be, like, alive. I mean, I'm alive, but, like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, alive people is the name. aren't local. <laughs> so, alive is the name of our youth group. It's the best youth group in the entire world. Wow. And um, it is a lot of hype. I hope this blows up. Blow up the chat. Blow, blow up the chat with audio magician. Right. <laughs> but, like, so yeah. audio magician in the chat. Right. So we met at a live mm-hmm. student ministries youth group in Colga. Go ahead. I felt like that was so, important. With my understanding and my best knowledge we it was about like either early september october or like november at the latest mm-hmm. is my time stamp mm-hmm. because i got into a weird situation in october of 2019 which obviously is not going to be talked about in this episode but that's how i remember the dates is with what's Happened. With traumatic with events. Yes, I didn't want to say that, but... <laughs> no, let's get there. Oh, we um, didn't mention this earlier, but, like, the conversations are going to get deep and real and honest. Yeah. And I'm in Enneagram 8, so um, all of the challenges will be thrown yep. <laughs> in the most loving way, Jesus way possible. To further amplify how we are opposites, I'm in Enneagram 1. Yeah. Welcome. Here Welcome. We how, how we get along. Who knows? How are we friends? We're about to get to Jesus. That's the only way. That's the only way. But anyways, yeah. So real honesty. Yes. My thought process was that we both kind of became aware of each other's existence around like, I'm going to just say October. It was in the middle ground of the months that I said. About Mm -hmm. like October before Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I was on the Struggle Bus Express. I was just recently out of a lot of bad situations and then somehow I got thrown up onto the youth group stage to sing don't ask me how don't ask me why and then a lot of stuff kind of snowballed to where like people gave me like confidence to actually like you know do the dang thing and so then there were multiple times where you showed up and you were just like hey asked her can I pray for this person and then he was like yeah sure so I asked Pastor Johnny's permission to pray for you did yeah. I really do that yes wow that doesn't sound stage. like me no I was on oh, stage oh I that's what that. I'm referring to oh yeah 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 you prayed for me many a times 
but when it got like kind of sus, I was on stage. That was like the main time I remember. Because mm-hmm. I was like literally on stage with the mic after the message during the author song. Mm-hmm. And I was just like having my own like jam because you know, sometimes you have those songs that you're just like, Jesus, you're just so good, you know? And then you just right. cry as soon as it starts. Like, right. The, the baseline kicks in and you're just like sobbing. Right. Um, that was me with the altar song. And so, yeah, that's what I mainly remember is like when we became like kind of close is when you prayed for me and I was just like, dang, she knows information I didn't even tell her. That's God. So, really? That happened? I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, you were like praying and like speaking life into things that I never had told you because I never really talked to you. Right. The moment I remember is that you walked up on stage as I was like crying. Mm -hmm. I'm already like in my feels about the fact that it was very recent that I overcame that deep part of my testimony. Mm -hmm. It was very fresh still and I kind of regret rushing in to a new relationship so fresh after dealing with a lot of the trauma that happened in like 2018 or 2019 mm-hmm. you know like I very I think about that a lot I'm like would it be any different now if I had actually like let myself process everything that happened right before just being like haha so I was there for student leadership yes. you were singing mm-hmm. and you were just, like, coming out of worship one day, like, practice one day or something. Was it practice? I thought it was, like, the real, the real deal. Well, no, like, but we'd see each other before service. Yeah. Because you would be, like, practicing. practicing. Yeah. Or you wouldn't be singing that week, but you were still on student leadership, mm-hmm. so we would still just both get there early. It was just rather... And it was right after student leadership kind of started. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even, like, an established thing within the yeah. youth group yet. Because that had really started that school year so I mean it really started in like August so, right I mean, it was only like a few months but in, we didn't even we talk until like October right I was just talking and I don't remember show. seeing you like we were in stuff together <laughs> like no like real talk like real talk. but like this is like a god thing because okay. we were in stuff together but did not talk mm-hmm. and so I think the fact that we had been around each other but didn't know each other made those moments where like God brought us together, which I mean I'm gonna get to that point eventually, hopefully. But like when He did bring us together, it was more of like an on purpose thing, and not oh, yeah. just because we were in the same place at the yes. same time. Which I think is why we like unintentionally, by God, did not communicate before yeah. then. Does that make sense? And we were in two very different groups of people. I think is yeah. the thing. Because I, I don't even want to, because I don't even know what I would call the group of people I was in. And I don't even know what I'd call the group of people you were in. But we just, like, our friends group never had people who were in both groups. Mm -hmm. So we never even had people that we were close with talk about other people that the other person was close with, if that makes sense. Right. Like, there was never a section where, like, our groups intertwined other than student leadership. And even then, we would just go to our dorms. Right. Like, we weren't the type that just sat there and talked. We just actually would just go do what we were told to, and then by the time we were done, it would be time for service, and we'd go pee-pee. <laughs> right, and so, like, what would happen is you would either get done with 
like rehearsal or you would get like we'd be doing stuff Mm -hmm. and I just always remember like week after week you would speak like so bad about yourself like (laughs) you're you're like your self-talk was so bad and I could just like I saw it and then one day God was like correct her and I was like I don't know her like I don't I've never spoken to her but then that's when I was like I was like you don't I don't even know like if I knew your name but like I was like don't say that about yourself you overheard me it was me the person I was dating at the time and then the pastor were talking and you heard Uh me say something and then you like literally just would butt in and were like what (laughs) like like what are you talking about like don't say that yeah and it was we had never talked and I think just kind of were in and I was just like oh yeah, and I think that what, like, struck me the most, other than, because I, I, I believe wholeheartedly, like, God drew my attention to it. But, like, right. on a less spiritual level, it wasn't as much what you were saying, because we all say bad stuff about ourselves and, like, mm-hmm. in passing, and, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, even though, like, it, it is, is <laughs> but, like, we don't mean it to be. Yeah. But I think what struck me most about, like, when you would do it is that, like, your tone was so serious. Yeah. Like, you meant... Yeah. Like, I could just tell you meant what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And, like, the I still did not know... I still did not know you. Mm-hmm. Like, I still did not know you. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of came to a thing. Like, okay, then I figured out, like, who you were. Yep. Figured out, like, you and that person were together. Blah, blah, blah. Like, started figuring stuff out about you. Yeah. Then, like, week after week, it, it like, kind of turned into a joke. Because every time you'd say something, I'd be like don't say that or really? like I like I would correct so you every single time yes and then it got to a point where like during services God would be like okay like pray for her and so I prayed for you like a couple of times because we were praying about like anxiety and stuff and I just remember like you like you loved God but I don't you didn't believe that like it's like you'd surrendered everything but your anxiety. Because, like, that would be, like, the one area you'd be, like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to deal with it. Right. And I was, like, don't just deal with it. Like, this is, like, I was, like, it's not something that you should just have to deal with. It's something that you should, like, be actively asking the Lord about. And so, then, like, I would just pray for you and stuff. And then, I remember I prayed for you that one time on stage. That was crazy. That was literally insane. That was insane. Like, who does that? Like, I... God. Yeah, but, like, I would have, like... And I don't think anything like it has happened since. Like, you With don't just... You, you don't just in general? In general? Yeah. Like, you don't just pray for, like, the people that are singing, like, on the worship team. Like, that because doesn't you think they happen. Together, I think. I mean, that part, which is also a complex issue we're going to get into later. But I think also, like, you just don't... People don't just, like go up on the stage for that or like the people are singing so it's like you don't you know what I'm saying like it's just it's just very rare and so I was like okay like this is wild I'm on the stage now we're praying and then right which is why like earlier when you said like I was speaking into things Mm -hmm. I didn't know yeah because I like I knew you on like a hey how are you doing level right we had this, like, joke established. Like, I wasn't going to let you talk bad about yourself. You weren't going to get away with it when I was around. But, like, Literally. I still did not know your life yeah. or your story or anything that you were going through other than, 
Like, I knew you had anxiety, and I knew that was an issue. But, so, which is why you were, like, speaking into things. And I was like, well, that's Holy Spirit, because I didn't know. Like, we didn't. And so then... We weren't at the stage now where I could just be like, yo. Like, we didn't talk to each other. stuff that, yeah. Right. We didn't know each other's stories then because we didn't talk. Right. We barely knew each other existed besides... I would say something bad about myself in the other room, and then everyone who knew about the joke would come and get you. Yeah, then- <laughs> yeah. It, it got to that point where people would be like, Brie, like, Katie did it again. And I would, like, have to go in the room and be like, Katie, quit it. And or you'd be like, like, you'd be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Or they'd be like, don't let me get, like, don't make me go get Brie on you. And I'd just be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, inward panic, like, you're right. Like, you should come PJ over PJ would be like, I'm about to go get Brie. And Literally. Like, I'm what? done. I'm yeah. done. Step out. <laughs> like, Abort. Yeah. And then you just quit doing it. Like, I think I was so persistent that you just, I mean, you don't do it now. Well, that's also like two years after the fact, and I've actually taught myself self-love. Right. But on but terms like, of the habitual aspect of doing it. Right. Like, you broke the habit, then you yeah. got to the root of the issue. Yes. Absolutely. Which is a word. <laughs> but like, I agree. <laughs> and so then I think just after that we kind of just kept going I don't know I mean from that point on we just kind of we just kind of kept finding ourselves in the same groups I think yeah it's like we went from never being together and like n- our groups never crossed even though like we should have known each other but we didn't Yeah. to like we were together all the time mm-hmm. and now we do all major projects I go to you and you go to me and we're like hey we should do this thing and we're like why not okay right (laughs) aka this podcast (laughs) but I think like even outside of the projects like I have found that our friendship has been really rewarding because I think it's the only relationship that God like actively brought me into same does that make sense like my relationship with sissy like For anybody that doesn't, like, Sissy's my best friend. She has been since, like, sixth grade, since Mm -hmm. before I knew the Lord. And so, obviously, like, he used her to get me to church and blah, 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 blah. But, like, I didn't know it. I think with this, I actually have been, like, okay, like, God set it up. Right. That was the beginning. Right. And I think that kind of laid the foundation for, like, how we act towards each other. Yeah. The things that we do, the things that we talk about, which is important. And I Mm -hmm. think... It's the only friendship that I can say was, like, intrinsic, intrinsically, like, just God. Like, there's no mm-hmm. other explanation besides it being God. Because everyone right. else, like, I already was, like, in, like, school with them. Or, like, we already were in the same, like, church crowd. Like, we already just, like, had things in common that we bonded over. Like, mm-hmm. me and you, it literally was just, like, God was, like, hey, figure it out. Go talk. And then we'd be, like, huh? <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> And, like, we don't have anything in common. No. Like, other than Jesus. Yeah. Like. And our work ethic, but that. Yeah. But, like, like that, again, for Jesus. Yeah. That's right. literally it. Like, I'm a, like, sportsy person. Ooh. Enneagram 8. Enneagram 1. Called literally. to preaching. I mean, just very, like, stylish. I think I'm pretty stylish. <laughs> you are. And, like. Best style of and you're very, like, go ahead, describe yourself. I wouldn't even necessarily know how to, like, describe myself in a few words. Because I think we're both 
based in like helping people and leading them to God, but we do it in different ways. Very differently, yeah. We both yeah. have the same like goals in life. Just but our ways of doing them are yeah. completely different, which I think is beneficial. Yeah. And I, I think it... For me. Yeah. And I think vice versa. Like, yeah, for I, sure. I always make the joke nowadays, since we are so close, of, like, we even each other out. Yeah. Since we're so opposite. For sure. <laughs> like, we even each other out to where it's like, yeah, we're just chilling. And I don't know how we chill. Like, we're so yeah. opposite. <laughs> It's insane. But right. Like, you actually dress in color, and I dress in dark. Black. Oh! <laughs> well, that too. I think, like, the the best thing that I've learned from, like, being your friend is, like, how to love people that are, like, different from me. Does that make sense? Like, it's easy to love people that you have stuff in common with. Yeah. And that it's, like, you know, whatever. But I think you've shown me, like, a whole group of people that, like, because even when I didn't know you and we were praying and stuff, I was like, God, like, I don't, I don't know how to speak to her. Like, I don't, you know, but, like, I had to just trust that, like, God was going to do it and he did. And so I think even now just being your friend, like, you've opened me up to a whole group of people Mm -hmm. that are not like me. And it's kind of taught me, like, I have to rely on the Lord and I have to rely on, like, doing what he says because I can't just connect with these people on my own and I can't. And so that's been, like, really valuable. And I think you saying that has kind of, like, opened my eyes to, like, my group of people at church is very much the people who don't have groups. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I don't want to say the outcasters, because they're still at church and they're still giving 100%, but they don't have their established groups of friends that, like, always go to church with them. Right. Not naming names, but if you think about the people that, like, I was with a lot in 2019, Mm -hmm. like, they were very much the outcasters, the people who just needed someone to look out for them. And even though I was struggling and I was suffering a lot and just recently coming out of a lot of bad situations like I've always taken people under my wing right even if like I don't know everything but like I've always just been like yo I don't know everything I know you need me to know everything but I sure as heck don't but we can learn together right like we'll figure it out as a group effort and so like thinking about all the people that I was really close with like 2019 like, it was just a group of people that needed other people to just, like, understand mm-hmm. and not come at them with a judgment side of, like, your story isn't like everyone else's, so, like, how can you be here? hmm Yeah, and I think when I think about, like, who I was close with in 2019, it was very much the people who were always there, yeah. were always the face of things, mm-hmm. outgoing, and so I think I was so... I was so blind to, like, things that were going on outside of me Mm. that, like, I needed somebody like you to, like, wake me up to some things because I don't think I would be the person that I am now Mm. if I had stayed on that track where it was just me and it was just all about me. Mm. Mom and PJ have always said, Mom says it a little more bluntly because she's my mom and she can 
PJ says it in the nice way because he's my pastor and he has to. Um, <laughs> we weren't as close as we are then where he could just be like, girl, you, you going off the chain, now you calm it down. Like, now he can say that to me and I'm like, you know what? You're right. But <laughs> back then he'd be like, I just don't think what you're doing is the best for you right now. And then I'd be like, what? But now I'm just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, they always said, like, for the better or for the worse, you go after the people who just need someone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that was very polar opposite in 2019. Because now I understand, like, you know, I'm not scared of my photo being taken and then posted on the Instagram throwback praise the lord that was a whole other battle <laughs> yes but that also kind of stemmed from the like i don't want to say self-hate but also like self-hate same thing so yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah pretty much and like our groups never intertwined because even though we were in student leadership it's like we were there for different reasons mm-hmm. if that makes sense but like it same was the goal, same but goal yeah but different right mm-hmm I went into it because PJ was like, hey, I think you'd be good. And I was like, huh, me, what? (laughs) Any sort of spotlight? What are you talking about? Because whenever I wasn't with that group of student leaders, it literally was a fact of I was spending all before service and all after service and even like during the message, like checking up on the people who like were by themselves, inviting the people not even really inviting, but just going and sitting next to people who didn't have someone to sit next to them. Like, that mm-hmm. was my whole life. And so it's like, I still listened and was still paying attention to the message or paying attention to, like, what God made me do. But I wasn't on fire like I am now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to say I was distracted. Because I think a lot of good came out of the time where I was only looking out for people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of good and a lot of friend, good core friendships came out of that. But it's just kind of further establishes, like, there was nothing we had in common. Like, mm-hmm. you were front row, worshipping it up, like, fully in it. And I was looking around, making sure my core people weren't sitting by themselves and having, like, a panic attack in the corner. But, like, I think that your reasons, like, for going into student leadership were almost better than mine. I wouldn't say that. I they would. was different. They, I mean, different. Maybe not better. But I don't I know think, why you went into it, though. So I think I went into it because I just knew that or I felt like God had called me into ministry. But I mm. wasn't confident in it yet. Still mm. didn't really, like, understand right. what all that meant. I knew yeah. that, you know, I love God. I knew 2019 was, like, not even a year after a major thing in my testimony. So Same. I was still kind of recovering from that. Yeah. Because when you're hurt, like, even though I knew God was there and I knew that he loved me and I knew that I loved him, mm-hmm. I didn't trust that his way was the best. So mm-hmm. I tried to, like, fix things on my own. Yes. Which then led to sin, which mm-hmm. then led to me having more stuff that I had to figure out. Yeah. So I was still, like coming out of that and so I was kind of like I just I just saw student leadership as an opportunity for mm-hmm. myself which is why I think that your way and your approach to that was better because you were more concerned about other people whereas I was more concerned about myself 
and like I wanted, which I don't think was wrong, because you were almost sharpening the skill that you needed to have. I think, but I didn't take. I didn't know I was sharpening a skill. I okay. was just like, you know, this is an opportunity. Right. Like the achiever in striving person in me that mm-hmm. I just got mm-hmm. rid of was of like, I need to like seize this opportunity. I need yeah. to like do this. And I wanted to be used by God and I right. wanted to help any way I could, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, but I wasn't concerned about other people. Yeah. Like, I wanted to just like help with service, help with, yeah. help Pastor Johnny, help. You know what I'm saying? And it was almost from a place of, like, needing to do something to feel important, which is something that, like, I've had to battle because I don't, because that's not a healthy way to do ministry. It's wanting to feel important. That's never going to be a place that brings you fruit. Yeah. And so I think that we're, again, just very different. But I I like your approach better than I like mine. I don't think I went into it knowing that I could help people better. Like, I don't... I got into it because PJ was like, hey, I want you to be on this team. You love people, and we need people who love people. And I literally was like, no. Like, you're crazy. Like, I'm not about to... You told him no? Well, okay. I didn't just straight up say, PJ, no. But I was very opposed. Right. I didn't give in willingly. I was kicking and fighting, metaphorically. Like, I was very opposed to the idea of being in any sort of spotlight because I didn't think I deserved it. Mm. I just Mm. wanted to help people. Yeah. And that's just always been how I've been. Like, I've always, even in, like, elementary school, like, I would look out for my bullies even though they were being, like, jerks to me because, like, I need to make sure they're okay. Yeah. That's crazy. So I didn't go into it for any other reason than PJ didn't give me an opportunity, like, he didn't give me an option. He was like, you're going to do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Pastor PG, Johnny. Right. Like, he obviously didn't force me into it, but he wouldn't leave me alone about it. Right. Which so was then, God. Yes. By the way, which was God. Absolutely. And because he wouldn't leave it alone, other people noticed. And then we're like, like, why not? What's stopping you? And then mm-hmm. I was just like, you're right. There's Which, nothing stopping me. You know me. what I just thought about is yeah. that while you're fighting him about not doing it, it was during softball season. Ooh. And I didn't get to help with student Bless. leadership until after softball season because mm-hmm. practice was during that time. Dang. So I didn't start Dang. student leadership Dang. <laughs> consistently until you finally, like, agreed to do it. That's insane. Which is crazy. Yes. Wow. <laughs> but it's also wow. because of a lot of stuff that started in 2018 and finished the summer of 2019. Yes. I. Same. <laughs> wow. Because I had this like revolution, like complete God slapped me in the face. I was like, what, what am I doing? Like, wh- God, you literally were right. Like, what the heck am I doing in like late July? But I didn't solidify the fact that I overcame those things until mid-August. Mm-hmm. So PJ was offering me these opportunities so freshly after I had kind of finalized the decisions that God was telling me to make. And that's why I thought, like, I don't deserve to have this influence. Yeah. Because I hadn't even really 
process when Jesus just got me through. Mm-hmm. And I haven't processed that, like, there's more than Jesus having this one great moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's an everyday deal. Oh, yeah. Which I think is what I want people to get the most of out of this podcast. It's like, you know, like, Jesus is just as powerful on a Tuesday afternoon working through the junk in your life as he is on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Like, Sunday morning is only, like, 2% right. of my walk with the Lord. And yeah. I think that when you, we go through things when we go through the trials and all of that stuff, mm. that's when we really find out, like, okay, do we really trust Jesus, or yeah. do we just come to him mm-hmm. once a week? It's yeah. like it's like what I explained, like, in my, my last sermon. Like, mm-hmm. no, in Senior Wills. Like, Senior our relationship yeah. with Jesus, like, it shouldn't be, like, a holiday. Yeah. Like, one of the freshest things out of my relationship with Jesus is that, like, He's waiting for me to wake up in the morning so yeah. that he can, like, spend time with me. Mm. Which is mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, mind-blowing. That, like, when I wake, like, literally the second I wake up, like, God's there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just the, the fact that he's good enough to, like, teach me that. But, like, I'm so human and, like, so flawed. But even the fact that, like, even I can learn that about yeah. Jesus is, like insane and I just think that I've only gotten to that point because I've gone through so much Mm. and you've gone through so much Mm. and I think that talking and processing and just like the verse says like considering everything joy Mm -hmm. because like looking back on our past even the beginning of our friendship we've gone through a lot even just like as a friendship oh yeah and I wouldn't change anything about it because right. it's made us better people. It's made us better leaders, better whatever. It's just made us better. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably the point when God got this whole thing started. Yeah. That was probably it. <laughs> to get our acts together. Yeah. And you were talking about surrender and that stuff thing. I struggled with a lot more in 2019 than I think I do now. Yeah. Because now I'm just, like, now I'm literally just sitting at the altar like, God, like, if it ain't supposed to be here, take it away. I don't want it. Like. Right. Literally just take it. Like, because I don't want it if it's not from you, you know? Because mm-hmm. I recognize me having this problem that I'm just now registering this week of my own, like, confirmation bias. And I take yeah. things as, like, a confirmation of what I want to happen. Which is why I have to, like, literally sit down so often and be like, God, like, if this is not you, like, you gotta take it, because I'm gonna hold on to it. Like, you gotta do some holy work, because me being me, I will hold on to it and just let it snowball until it's taking over my life. Yeah. Which, again, is something that I struggled with on a way bigger basis way back in 2019 when we became friends, aka the whole reason you had to pray for me, because I was so stubborn. And I was like, I don't want to let go of this giant controlling part of my life because it did come paralyzing and controlling in a way. And it's the, almost the anxiety. Yeah, for the record, the yes, anxiety. The anxiety. And I think I'm a lot better with dealing with it now, obviously. But then it was almost paralyzing when it got so bad. And since it was so controlling, it almost became a normal thing. 
and that everyday and everyday like struggles became normal that I didn't want to deal with the change of something becoming a new normal which is why I was so stubborn because you were like why don't you just let go of it and I was like this is my normal and I don't know how to let go because Mm -hmm. change was so literally terrifying because of all the life changes I made in late 2018 early 2019 like that's terrifying I don't want to change anything else like this is the only solid thing that I have right you just you wanted consistency so bad Mm. that you were willing to put up with like something bad being consistent because at least it was consistent which is like it sounds so weird but when you've gone through like a lot of stuff (laughs) tends to work that way made it this far Leave a audio magician in the comments, please. <laughs> Drop an audio magician in the comments for me and for my sanity as I put this together. But no, it was good. Good it, conversations. It was good. I feel like I've had more realizations looking back on this time frame yeah. than when I was actually in it. Right. It's crazy here. how many like little miracle God moments there are, like mm-hmm. just to get us to be friends. I think it's still crazy how people will still be like, oh, y'all just function. What do you mean? Like, God is so in it that, like, even though we're complete opposites and, like, we do things so differently, people, but, like, people recognize it. They'll be like, because, like, even PJ will be like, oh, yeah, y'all just have that type of, like, y'all just have that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, we have Jesus. Yeah. He's the glue that holds the two people together. Literally. Because there is no reason we should be friends. Right. We didn't go to the same school. We aren't interested in the same things. Right. We somehow managed in the same church and somehow managed to be together in student leadership. And you somehow managed to find out that I hated myself. <laughs> Girl, in fighting. 2019, it wasn't hard to tell. <laughs> I, dang. It was not hard. <laughs> Fair. But I somehow couldn't hide it well enough. I'll say it that way. Yeah. Because it was just so. Which, I mean, I guess you hid it from other people. Maybe you just couldn't hide it from me. I couldn't hide it from God. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) And then he told me. And he was like, this girl is sad. And you were like. Me too. Let's be friends. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's not how that happened. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyways, back to the point that I was trying to get before we close it out. That, like, now people recognize and they're like, oh, my gosh, y'all are so different. And it, like, provides the opportunity to be, like, but God, you yes. know? Because and it makes I, we no should sense. We, we should really do a better job of, like, explaining to people. Because I feel like a bunch of people saw it happen, and they were just, like, what? what? <laughs> and, like, I feel like nobody really, like, knows. You know, they saw you hop on the stage, but don't know what happened after you hopped on the stage. Well, and, like, even that night, we stayed after at the altar. Like, so, after oh everybody gosh, had left. And had a conversation. Wow. I forgot that was the same night. I thought and, that was two different nights. And we were like, I was like, girl, like, what are you doing? And, like, we had a real heart-to-heart. And, like, mm-hmm. but nobody saw it. I think, like, some of the best God things happen when, like, nobody's around. Well, because you don't have the distraction of what people think. Because yeah. if people had been there, I would have had a totally different conversation. I wouldn't have, like, broke down and really just, like, opened up about a lot of what was going on. Because I would have been worried of how people would see me since I was in that position of leadership. Yeah. Even if it was minor. Which now, like, my core people, like, even though I look after them, I just will be like, yo, I'm having a bad day. 
Like, I, if I just cry, ignore me, I, I'd be going through it. But, like, back then it was very, like, I have to stay strong for people because, like, I can't let them know that I'm going through stuff because I'm worried they'll, that'll persuade how they view me as someone who is not mentoring because I was not a mentor. Come on now. We weren't mentoring but, at that point. We do now. Right. And I'm really glad that, like, we are partnered because we lead a small group together. And I'm glad that, like, you're the person that I have to, like, help me do that. I think a lot came out of that night because no one was there. Yeah. Because if any of the people who had been there that I considered the people who were under my wing for that time, I feel like it would have been a completely different conversation because I wouldn't have been able to kind of... I, I say break down, not in a negative aspect, but just have the ability to, like, fall apart and it be okay. Yeah, like a healthy, like, okay, let's get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> One episode in and we're already knee deep. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> One episode in and we're already like, here's my anxiety, here is why I was sad. <laughs> we didn't let's even get into it. any of that. Let's talk about it anyway. Let's talk about it. Next we'll time. talk about it next time. Next time can be about why we were sad. <laughs> yes. This is the Considerate, Considerate Joy, Joy Podcast. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>